Tolva Tuesday, week four edition is off and running. Of course, we have Andrew Tolva, Bryce Martino, Pod Thought, and newcomer Chris Solly. Okay, I just want to I just want to get it out there. I'm not talking about Tom Brady going back to New England a lot. I'm already sick of hearing it. It's not even the end of Tuesday night, and I don't really want to hear it anymore. What did Tom Brady do to you, bro? This guy doesn't know. Tova, you want to play a new game? <laughs> What's the game? All right, so I have this little uh, bingo thing. You know, like the thing that they uh, spin around and they get the numbers? Right. If I, I'm going to pick three numbers, or I'm going to spin and get three numbers. If mm-hmm. the three numbers equal over 100, you can only say good things about teams and people. If it's under 100, you can just be you. Okay. You ready? All right. First number, three. All right, good start. Let's go. Thirty-nine. So that's forty-two. All right. Lucky for you, this thing only goes up to sixty. So there's like a three in what's that? Like less than I don't know. That's why I have a podcast. I was bad at math. And five. So you're golden. You can just be you. Steelers fans, watch out. Oh. All right. I, I completely agree. I think they should call Cam Newton. <laughs> and that, and that. Let's go. All right. Let's get these questions up and running. Steven, what you got for me? All right. Let's start with Chris. He's never been here. So I'm sure you're all familiar with the program Shark Tank. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, bunch of wannabe, maybe, you know, soon to be entrepreneurs walk into the Shark Tank. They try to get Mark Cuban and company's money for, you know, percentage of their company. Uh, today, we're going to do that, but with NFL teams and, you know, making the playoffs, not making the playoffs, whatnot. So I walk through those probably mahogany doors. I walk in, I make eye contact with five billionaires. I'm Vic Fangio in the Denver Broncos. I want to sell you a playoff appearance. How likely is that to happen? Let's start with Chris. Uh, <clears throat> I give it maybe a wild card. They got off to a good start, but I think once that schedule starts to get a little bit more intense, uh, they're going to fall right on their face. I think that they're a at best a 500 team, but granted in a 17 game schedule, I can see them going nine and eight. Um, that's a top 10 roster with the Super Bowl, like potentially just in reach. But if Elway can just get over the hum of drafting a quarterback, I, I think that team can win rings because defensively they're studs. Offensively, I mean, the weapons around him, Fan, Judy, when he's healthy, Sutton, like you, you keep going. It's crazy. You sack the head coach, you get a new quarterback. I think you can run with it far. I, this is no knock to Bridgewater. I think Bridgewater is a pretty good guy, but he can beat up on the bad teams. We've seen that their combined record is they've gone 0-12 in their past opponents, that being the Giants, Jacksonville, and uh, who else did they play? We have got like, uh, yeah, 13. Jets. Okay. And then, I, I don't know. I was never a big believer in Fangio. Because, I mean, put part of it on Locke, but also put part of it on him. Like, coming out, 
developmentally wise, he did not develop Locke well. I mean, granted, look at the team he came from with Chicago. I say nine and eight, maybe wild card. Future meaning like this year. Stephen, can you repeat that? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. All right. Uh, So would you invest in their future meaning, you know, making the playoffs or are you out on them in the postseason? What's the strength of the rest of their schedule? It doesn't matter. There's the right answer here. (laughs) You know, and I think in a division with the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs, I'm out. Smart man. Did we see Teddy Bridgewater really winning nine games in any season? I don't care who his opponents are. (laughs) Not really. Here's the problem with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, He made his money in Carolina off of being a product of Sean Payton's genius. And he goes to Carolina and he can't lead a team and be someone that can elevate the guys around him. So he goes to a situation where he doesn't have to elevate the guys around him and he can just be Teddy Bridgewater. And that's all we need you to be because we have all these offensive weapons. That's great. This this offensive line that they have going right now is not going to be the hottest thing on the block when they meet a legitimate front seven. Uh, there's going to be crazy penetration. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be pressured, and that's going to be his first sign of weakness. Uh, these teams haven't been blitzing, and they're still getting home. Quinn and Williams had like one and a half or two and a half sacks. I know uh, Quincy Williams, the recently dropped, then picked up bust from Murray State, had a sack on him. It doesn't take a lot of talent. It takes scheme to get through that offensive line. No doubt they have a ton of great offensive playmakers, But the thing is, Teddy Bridgewater is one type of guy, and he's never going to be anything super special. He's never going to be Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes. He's never going to be super special. So once he meets a competent team with a competent head coach, he's figured out easy. And then the Broncos lose 30 and people are like, wait, I thought they were three and oh, yeah, my the local Pop Warner team would be three and oh, if I had to play the Jets, the Giants and Jacksonville. So uh, this is a good team in terms of um, a wide receiver core, a running back core and an athletic tight end. But you get to the you get to the scheme, you get to the offensive line and it's messy. So we look to the defensive side of things. Draymond Jones is great. Shelby Harris is old. Uh, Von Miller looks good again. Alexander Johnson is still a product of the system. Bradley Chubb can't stay healthy. That's a big problem. They've got a lot of talent in their corner room. Justin Simmons is great. Kareem Jackson's playing in a good scheme. So this is great. I feel like their defense is above average when it's firing on all cylinders with healthy players and Vic Fangio is is doing what he was brought in to do. But you need to score points in this league, especially when you're playing in a division with the Raiders and the Chargers and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, if it comes to a shootout, it's not happening. They're posting uh, three, four touchdowns a game against awful, awful opponents. I'm not buying into this team if it's the last thing I have to do to stay alive. I'm not buying into the Broncos. You could have just said you were out on them. 
Well, he, he's not wrong though. <laughs> no, I, I mean he's not reason. wrong. I didn't say any lies there. Yeah. All right. So we figured out that told us the Mister Wonderful of the panel that we have today. Yeah, I didn't have to say a word to fi- figure that out. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Uh, Tova, you can go last for this one because I know what you're going to say. So, uh, Bryce, I am Sam Darnold from the Carolina Panthers. I'm 3-0, and zero, beating the Jets. The Who'd they beat week two? Houston. I know, okay. I, I know they beat the Saints. Oh, they beat the Saints? Yeah, and then they beat beat Houston week three. Three and zero. Some people think that Tampa Bay is going to run away with it, as they should, defending champs. But, you know, let's say Carolina wildcard team. Or do you not see it? It's tough being in the NFC. They got three, probably four good teams in that conference that can – Go that have Super Bowl aspirations legitimately. I'm I'm out on them. They've had an easy schedule so far, besides the Saints. Sam Darnold, I'm not quite sure in really. I mean, they don't have a legit team yet. There's still a bunch of holes on that roster, especially like on the pass rush. Their offensive line isn't figured out. They can't keep Christian McCaffrey healthy to save their life anymore. So, I mean, you can't put all the, all the pressure on Sam proving any, anything yet. Deontay, you've been historically quiet. I mean, yeah. I would have... in Sam? Um, no. It's, it's just simply because process of elimination. Um, I don't see them going through a whole 17-game season and finishing better than Tampa because uh, I think Tampa's a top, obviously a top-five team in the NFL. Um, and I, without, just like Bryce said, without Christian McCaffrey, that really limits their offense. I mean, we really didn't get to see how potentially limited it can get because they played Houston, who's a bottom three worst, you know, worst team in the league. So I think going forward, once teams finally get, get more, more film, on what Sam Donald can do or can't do, then um, I don't see them being a playoff team. I can't see it happening. Chris, you kind of feel the same? Uh, you know, I, they raised, I wasn't originally, but then I thought about McCaffrey more. I think Donald's looked like a completely different person, but I see them barely missing it. I think the NFC is getting packed with talent at a rapid rate. Um, I mean, you just got to look at this. Who's winning the divisions? Okay. So we'll go Cowboys. You have the Redskins. So that's Ooh. those. Ooh. Washington Ooh. football team. Ooh. My apologies. Got to censor this one. So you have a debut. <laughs> Cowboys, Washington. You'll learn not to mess up in a podcast with me and Deontay. <laughs> You'll learn the hard way, but you'll learn. <laughs> no, I think that's a good take, though. Um, you have Cowboys, Washington, Rams, Packers, debatably Vikings, if Kirk Cousins can piece it together. Mm-hmm. Seahawks. Buccaneers on their schedule, too. Bucks, exactly. 
I mean, you have seven spots now because they added last year the extra wild card spot. The easy winner of that division is going to be Tampa, as Deontay said. Now, the question is, with all of the other talent, where just about every other division has one or two people that can go just as far, do they make that pace? And I think without McCaffrey, they don't. I don't think their defense has a lot of holes on it, though. I can say that. I think the trade for C.J. Henderson was very good. I think Brian Burns is picking up well. Uh, I think that they're going to do well with Matt Rule, and I can see them in a year or two with a healthy team and a fresh draft going very far. All right, Andrew, before I let you go, I know you're going to say no, but, you know, build me up to make me believe that you think that they might, and then you can say no ultimately. Well, I am buying this defense. Um, here's why. I wrote an article before the season that said Brian Burns was going to lead the NFC South in sacks. Um, I love their defense and how it's coming together. Um, Derek Brown is a stud. I think he does not get half as much attention as he should. He's not putting up the, the big numbers just yet but he's, he's playing like a first round pick and he's just got to take it to the level of a top five pick or a top 10 pick or wherever he was taken. Uh, you got a guy like um, Morgan Fox, who's coming in from the Rams and he's actually shown to be a pretty good rotational piece. He's getting good pass rush pressure uh, and he's a big guy. He can play inside and out. He was a um, hand in the dirt guy for the Rams in their three, four front. And uh, he's kind of playing a tweener inside outside guy for the front four of the Panthers. And then you've obviously you've got Brian Burns, the former Florida State Seminole and a guy like Hassan Reddick. Um, I am in love with Shaq Thompson this season. I think he's really added a lot of versatility to his game. He's a do it all middle linebacker um, coverage blitzing. Uh, pre-snap identifying. I mean, he learned from Luke Keekley. He got a master's degree in how to be a middle linebacker. And uh, he's putting the brain together with his physical stature. Um, he is a former safety from Washington. So um, I think it's really important to this, this, this Panthers team that they figure out uh, what they're going to do in their secondary because CJ Henderson was a great trade. JC Horn's going to come back and they've still got Dante Jackson around there. They have Jeremy Chin, who is technically on their death chart as a free safety, but he's not, he's more of like a chess piece. Who's going to play more so down low in the box at the line in the slot. Um, they need a rangy Minka Fitzpatrick type of uh, just big play free safety to tie that defense together and make them top five. I hate this offense with the passion of a thousand burning suns. I think Christian McCaffrey trying to get 35, 40 touches a game is disgusting to the sport of football and the running back position. That's mm -hmm. gross. You're trying to kill him. And then you take Sam Darnold and uh, you look at his tape as I did when Christian McCaffrey's not on the field and he doesn't look good against the Houston freaking Texans who have Terrace, Ter Terrence Mitchell and, uh, some other no-name, probably Vernon Hargraves as the starting corners, and they are, quote-unquote, uh, locking up guys like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. I think DJ, DJ Moore's a stud, but also all they had going for them was Dan Arnold at tight end, and now they have to rely on a slowly developing Tommy Tremble. 
I don't buy this team because they have no offense. And in a division where Tampa Bay is and where the Saints are and the always heavy hitting Atlanta Falcons are, you have to have an offense. Um, I think they'll finish third in the division. Let's wrap it up with the player. You got to give me a you're investing or no. Deontay, it's Matthew Stafford winning MVP. I'm going to say no. Chris? I don't know. Tola's going to say no, so we'll, we'll let him catch his breath. Bryce? Oh, you already I'm said out. no. I'm out. Yeah, you give me a thumbs down. All right. Yeah, I mean, that was Shark Tank. Uh, I don't it's know. a nice little segment. Yeah. It might not get a season two, but it was it was cool. It was nice. It was yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it works. Tolva just like I told him to be positive and then said that they were trying to kill Christian McCaffrey. I don't really know, you know. Deontay, can I get awesome. some help here? Yeah. I mean, his body's simply breaking down. I mean, he's gotten what he played, what, three games last year? And we're only in the third game this year. His hamstring is already killing him. So, yeah, I mean, you drafted Chuba Hubbard for a reason. Why don't you take some load off McCaffrey and mm -hmm. develop your backup running back like you should be doing? Yeah. Because this storyline of, of Matt Rule's wife saying, Oh, Chuba ran all over Baylor when you were there. We should draft him. That's BS. They know what's going on. They're running Christian McCaffrey straight into the ground. I mean, the announcers have said it all three weeks. It's like they're trying to get him like 35, 40 touches a week. That is just not possible. I don't care if you, what position you play. It's not possible to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Especially for a position who takes beating like running back yeah. does yeah. every week. 35, 40 touches that end in a 400-pound man on top of you. Yeah. That is when you pay running back top tier money. Yeah, you don't pay running backs. Yeah, I, I second that. Yeah. You pay your gunners and your quarterbacks. That's it. Your kickers. Oh, kickers, hey, kickers. Too. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, fucking man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I know I'm the kicker guy here. I know you pay your kickers. But I you got to give love to the rest you of the team, guys. You failed what to mention that it. saying? It's like things you know about me. I love me a nice man leg. I'm a miserable Jets fan. No, I know what I said, Andrew. And, I meant and, to say it and, like that. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and he loves to get choked. I have a little <laughs> choked. This, this is a different Likes to thing, be tied man. up. All right. This, all right. You know. <laughs> Hold on. Can, can we – because we're talking about kickers now. Can we just – can I gush about look, Justin Tucker? I know he's the greatest look, kicker of all time. Let me know. I mean, let me yeah. know your. Let me know your reaction when that happened. Because I'm. I'm. I live in um DC, so I have the Ravens notifications on. Once I saw you hit a 66 yard, I was like, holy yeah, dude, dude, erection, dude. Let me let me tell you, bro. My dad and I. We, I've been a Ravens fan since I was nine years old. Okay, I'm 20 oh, yeah. now. I've been. I turned 21 in October. I have watched I, I have not watched, watched Justin Tucker miss the extra point to give the Saints the win two years ago because I, I, I watched at, that I was at that game actually yeah 
That's tragic. Um, okay, continue. So I can count on one hand and still have fingers left over on the amount of games since I became a fan that I have missed watching. I live in Pennsylvania. I pay every year for Sunday ticket. My dad and I, every Sunday, we're down there. This game, I looked at him dead in the face, and I'm, 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 I'm pretty realistic. I can tell when things aren't going well, and I just have no faith in my team. So it's like I looked at my dad when we were watching the Raiders in week one, and I'm like, we're going to lose this game. And he looks at me, and he goes, yeah, we are. After we had the game tied up, bow on it, 14 points ahead, and then Lamar Jackson gets terrorized and fumbles the ball. And then they go down and score a touchdown. I knew right then and there, crowd got back in it. There was um, momentum. Just everything wasn't going the Ravens' way. You could see it. The players were deflated. You go into this game, same exact thing happened. I see them right as they're driving, they're about to kick the field goal. I look at him and I go, we're really going to lose to Jared Goff? Are you kidding me? And he starts laughing at me. And then Justin Tucker comes on the field. All hail Legatron. I, I watched the 61-yarder on Monday Night Football again back in 2015. I remember it like yesterday. Watching the 66-yarder, dude, I almost had to send my dad to the hospital, both myself and him, because we both had chest pains, because we were jumping and screaming and just going ballistic. I had faith in the guy. I always have faith in the guy, but at the same time, uh, I 66 yards. I mean, Matt Prater barely made it with 64. And it's just why he cemented. He's the GOAT. He's better than Vinatieri. He's better than Bailey. He's better than everyone. And that's why he got paid the bag that he did two years ago. Because you that, that and quarterback, I feel like, are the two positions you need to have ice in your veins. And those are the two positions in this game that I feel like if you don't have a above average one, you're going to lose in clutch situations. And that's why I love Justin Tucker. Deontay's former save here for this segment. Oh, no, 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 no. I was actually, I was actually looking up. Um, I was going to ask him about um, Billy Cundiff because I was watching that. And I just want oh, to know how you feel to yeah. be Ooh. GOAT. Oh, yeah, I cried tears of blood. Tears of blood? What? That yeah. must have hurt. Yeah. Ooh, it was, it was a, a fun time. 32 yarder. Probably thick. Yeah, 32 yarder. What was it? Wide left, right? Wide left from the right hash. You get like pink eye after that? Yeah. God, we can talk kickers for three hours with Steven in this room. <laughs> I mean, hey, I said. This is the J-Tuck Redemption Tour. And unless this man collapses and his heart stops beating. Knock on not, wood, someone. Please knock on wood. He's not leaving that number one spot in kicker's corner. Exactly. I mean, we could talk about Daniel Carlson. Two walk-offs right. in three Next. weeks. <laughs> All right. Daniel no, Carlson, keep going. get me started. You want to talk about a fall from grace? Look at Greg Zerline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Big D, you know, where you go to be a shell of your former self. Yeah. All right, Andrew, yeah. I dedicated a week of my program to you. I'd like you to ask me a question. Mm. 
all this power okay you're a giants fan aren't you no really you're a jets fan right i feel like you've done that before and i had like the exact same reaction probably you're a jets fan yeah yeah so i've seen i i did a little film study on the jets actually this works both ways luckily um and I'm starting to notice that not all of the problems here are Zach Wilson and that this offensive line is doing him no favors. Um, this offensive play calling is not really doing him much. And uh, with a guy like Ty Johnson in your backfield, um, that's, that's not, not even close to doing you any favors. So not the outlook for his future because that's too up in the air. The outlook for the rest of this season, what is Zach Wilson going to look like come week 17 i just hope he's able to stand on two legs i hope really well i mean like i don't think i don't think he's gonna like be like drilled into the ground for the next what 14 weeks or whatever but i mean at this rate there's really no run game he doesn't have much time at all he's he okay for every throw he makes like planted with two feet there's two to three that he's off of his back foot or on one foot. Everybody's just dropping the ball on him. And yeah, I mean, like they're not going to bench him obviously, but I mean, it's going to go down as a disappointment if it keeps, you know, going down like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I feel like for so long, people just tried to blame all the problems on Adam Gase and uh, Gase is out. And and now there are new problems. And, and we recognize that a guy like Makai Becton, is out so we've got um in the next three weeks we've got uh the tennessee titans in new york to play the jets we've got the jets in atlanta to play the falcons and then oh we've that's in jets. london that's and, in oh, london my fault my fault and yeah then we've got the great the equalizer in foxborough what's after the, the bye game? week do you see them playing or winning any of these three games Oh, well, we're going to go down there to Big Ben. When that one. You're going to beat the Falcons. Yes, mate. I'd love to argue that, but they're the only team in the league I think is worse than the Jets. I mean, so I thought that the Jets could beat the Falcons, and then, like, I watched the Falcons beat the Giants, who everybody was like, oh, they're so scary. The Giants suck, too. Yeah, but the Giants are, like, better than the Jets, like, by far. I'm better than the Jets. What do you mean? I mean – you know, the, as, as long as I'm throwing out questions here, I've been thinking a lot. Um, I, quickly, before we get into week four, have been thinking a lot about my New Orleans Saints football team. And I feel like a lot of people are counting us out, and rightfully so, um, but we're forgetting a lot. So our, our bye week is week six. Let's say we can get to our bye week three and two. We have an above 500 record. We have the Giants this coming week, and then we have the Washington football team in Washington. Um, so let's say we can get out of that stretch three and two. The Cavalry it's on, is on its way. Quan Alexander coming back. Marcus Davenport coming back. Michael Thomas coming back. Will Lutz coming back. Traquan Smith is coming back. Our center, Eric McCoy, he's coming back. We're going to have Teron Armstead back. Um, and then we're pretty much at full strength after we get David Onyemata back from suspension. 
So we're going to have all of our starters back. All of our coaches are going to be back from COVID and we are going to hit our stride late in the season. Once we have everybody playing together, let's not put high expectations on the saints team. Cause I won't even do that in or out. And a short reason why is this saints team making the playoffs? In because the Superdome almost burned down, so they're going to rally again. That's good reasoning. I mean, I'd like to think our home field advantage is good, but um, in a year where we're recovering from a hurricane and then the Superdome sets on fire and the team is away from the city of New Orleans for four weeks, and then we're back in the dome against a team like the Giants this week, we might burn down the the freaking dome if 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 we get rowdy enough so uh i like the point of home field advantage bryce my boy what do you think if they're in or out of playoffs i gotta go out why same reason as who is it the cardinals they're just not a good good enough team to go over the hump in the nfc you've got same reason bucks the Rams, Rams are going to be a tough matchup for any team. I mean. You think we, we I, suffered too many losses? Yeah, not suffered too many losses. Okay. Yeah, suffered right. too many losses. And I don't think Jameis Winston is all the way there right now. I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can get behind that. Deontay? No, Jameis Winston sucks. Simple. He's a hater, Andrew. Don't that's listen it. to him. No, well, well, is, to is put that, it bluntly, yeah. Is that the argument? <laughs> that's that's the argument. You have okay. James Wilson as your I'm not going to disagree or agree. So, Chris? He's too negative. Dude, I'm in. Why? I love Jameis Winston. He's mm. been, uh, I think, now LASIK eye surgery. You give him a couple a couple weeks or so. This was a week I'm one storyline, bro. He, he <laughs> I'm just saying. He can find a crabs now. now. With building more chemistry with that team i mean the guy threw 40 t- granted he threw 40 picks 30 granted, for 30 30 my bad through the same amount of touchdown he went to a one-to-one ratio and i made his eyes better give him better receivers you know you have camara that defense if they can go on and stick together as you're saying they're going to get everyone back by oh, right around the week of the buy ending or a game after you said i'm not sure I'm taking them. And I can, if Winston gets hot, Winston can sling it. It all rides entirely on his back. I agree with that. I just don't think we've seen him get hot yet. I'm not going to shut it down. I'm never going to lose faith with a coach like Sean Payton, but I agree with that. But we also haven't seen him. In my recent mock draft, I said the Saints are taking a quarterback until Jameis proves he deserves an extension. So let's talk. This is week four, week four game picks. Steven, what you got? I'm going to go. Bears Lions. That's your best game of the week, or that's yeah, because you, you guys are going to be like, no, p- are... no Patriots Buccaneers homecoming. That's not a choice. Yeah, you guys are you guys. Oh, are gonna be say, Panthers Cowboys. No, that's a vanilla Forty Niners. That's Packers a vanilla versus pick. Big Ben. Great, he comes back to Boston. Give me and he picks give me Jared the Bears Goff. who allowed nine sacks and the Detroit Lions. Detroit's yeah. going to mess around and win three games this year, and you're all going to see. <laughs> gonna all right. Detroit Bears, and who's your pick? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't care about that. I just want both teams to have fun. 
it's gonna be participation oh BS. It's gonna be like a fourteen to oh seventeen slobber docker. Yeah, but who's gonna if win that, the slobber docker? I, I, I don't really care about now, that. By the way. X doesn't not pay me to make predictions. He just wants me to press podcast now. Well, my slobber docker of the week. How have you never heard the term slobber docker? You're literally a Saints fan. Bruh. Okay. All right. Lions Bears, can we get a a game score, a prediction, or you literally? I said 14 17. Okay. And you and you want both teams to do it with a smile on their face. Yeah, and ideally I'd want them to tie, but like that's probably not gonna happen. Right. And you want them to shake hands and um, everyone gets a jersey and sign Dude, autographs cream. after ice cream. You mean stickers. to tell me an NFL player wouldn't want an ice cream after a game? You're after yeah. It's Chris, Chris, you That's go. a good point. <laughs> Dude, I'm sticking with my Ravens, Ravens, Broncos. Ravens strike the Broncos down from soaring high. It's their first loss of the season. I go 32-27. This I'm man was just talking about Teddy Bridgewater to the Super Bowl. I was. I said nine and eight. Wild card, and that is atrocious. I didn't, they said they're gonna lose eight games. You know what? An opinion doesn't have to be agreed with. All right, you're entitled to that, but I do think that'll be a good game. Let's see, let's see what the Broncos are about. Deontay, what about you? Week four, uh, I'm shocked nobody said this. I have to go Rams Cardinals. I was um, gonna say, oh, it's a good I one. was gonna say, I truly think that uh, Kyler Murray is gonna get absolutely squashed. Um, yes, I think, um, yeah. I think I think the Rams are the best team in the league. Um, I love Matthew Stafford. They're going to absolutely destroy them. Is this game in LA? I hope it is. Because if it it's is. in LA, yep, Rams by twenty-four. That's a bold prediction that yeah. I agree with. That's some cap. Uh, no, I agree with that. He's right. Oh, (laughs) I see what you did there, you silly bugger. For those of you listening, he's wearing a red Cardinals hat. That is, wow, you are one clever genius. Bryce, what you got? You know I keep that thing strapped on me. Well, since Deontay took cards, Rams, besides Bucks, Pats, Brady homecoming, I got to go Raiders, Chargers. There's two hot teams. Okay. I like Two hot teams. Um. The Raiders got to hold the Chargers passing game. They got to stop Mike Williams, figure out how to. I'm not sure they can do it right now, but I got to go Chargers by Chargers by two touchdowns. All right. Good stuff. I am going to go with Panthers Cowboys here, and I think the Cowboys are not only going to beat the Panthers, but they're going to squash them. They're going to win by 17 points in Dallas. They're going to put on a show. They looked great against the Eagles, and they're going to look better against this beaten-up Panthers offense. Stephen, take us out. Bryce Martino, Andrew Tova, Chris Ali, I hope you join us again. It was a good time. Deontay Salim, Spotify, Apple. If you have not subscribed to the Sports Waves YouTube channel, do it. Deontay might come say hi to you if you do. Andrew, what kind of products are you using your hair? Um, uh, this this paste and this spray and lots I thought of it was paste. It looked like- um, but I do look great for those of you who can't see. Always perfection, mm-hmm. fresh, twenty four seven.